welcome to Supernatural Results. I'm your host, Pitana Mutana. And uh, we're continuing in our series on the wisdom for his coming, the wisdom that we need to prepare us for his coming. <clears throat> and uh, in the last program, I was talking about giving you some of the scriptures. I finished giving you some of the different verses of scriptures that <clears throat> we find in the Bible that talks about a faithful person. You know, one of them is, I've looked for... <clears throat> I've found only one faithful man among a thousand. <laughs> and I was saying how to find a faithful person in our time, it's, uh, it's literally, they are rare jewels. Somebody who can treat something that you give to them as their own. And that's what God is looking for, for in people that, he, that will serve him. He said that who is then that faithful and wise servant? This is found in Matthew 24 and verse <clears throat> 45. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord has made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? And he goes on to say that blessed is that servant. So it's a blessing to be, to be faithful. It's a blessing to be wise. <clears throat> Will you join me as we just take a minute and worship God? Sing a song of praise to him. Hallelujah. 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 My God. Hallelujah. Forever all my days, I will love you, God. I will love you, Lord, my strength. I will love you, Lord, my shield. I Hallelujah, 
Just take a minute and say, Jesus, I love you. <laughs> How something as, as, as free as that, if we really love him, to just tell him. Sometimes we think, oh, God, I don't need to tell you that I love you. No, it's good to tell him. He wants to hear us say, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Tell him. You love him? Tell him, say, Jesus, I love you. You know, I've been talking about the, the subject on faithful, being faithful and being wise. But yet, really, it's the love of God that can keep us faithful to the end. Oh, the love of God. The Bible says that faith works by love. It talks about how <clears throat> the, the law and the prophets, they all hang on this one law called love. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor, it fulfills the whole law. If the Old Testament, or so to speak, the law, you say, oh, I can't, I can't have this. Just love, love God and love your neighbor. It will fulfill everything. He said that he that loves does no ill to his neighbor. That's old King James. He said that he does wrong to no one. <clears throat> some of you have heard of <clears throat> some of my encounters that I shared, which you can go back, <clears throat> and now it's all up on YouTube. Please look up um, the YouTube channel Supernatural Results TV. That's the YouTube channel for this television program, Supernatural Results. I just um, <clears throat> uploaded all the videos that I've done on this, on this broadcast, so you can go back literally couple years from now, all the, all, the, all the ones that I have done and I have uploaded them so that now anyone <clears throat> in the world can be able to access them who cannot access our TV program. And so I'm saying that to say that <clears throat> in one of my last series that I did on the Encyclopedia of Miracles, I've shared different experiences I've had with the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. And <clears throat> I shared about my encounter with Jesus when he appeared to me and he visited me in my room. And he came, the God of all the universe, to simply tell me that he loved me so much. I believe that enough will keep me faithful. I pray that he will. I believe, it's not even a prayer. I believe he will because love is what keeps us faithful. The first time, one of the first few times I heard God's voice audibly, I started to say, please, God, speak to me, speak to me, speak to me. Because I had learned by experience that one word from God was enough to give me strength to carry on for the next six months. You may be downtrodden. You may be feeling hopeless. All you need is one word from God. All you need is one audible uh, voice of God speaking to you. He may say it is well. He may say one word. <laughs> It will give you so much energy. <laughs> will carry you for months. And so when I knew that that's the case, I started to say, God, please speak to me. Say something. Say something. And so having had a, a, already knowing that I had a call of God on my life, I, I, you know, I wanted to know everything about God, about how to live a life of faith, how to pray like never before, how to be with an expectation, how, you know, all the kindred doctrines of the Christian life. But the Lord knew that all I needed was something very, <laughs> seemed very simple, but it's the one that holds everything. 
It's, it's his love. And so I heard his voice say, I love you. Ah, I thought, that's all? Because you see, I grew, up, I grew up in an environment where people don't say I love you. So I love you didn't mean much. Even though I had been to North America for several years, and I hear people are very free to say I love you, <clears throat> which can be pretty watered down also, you know, when it's I love you, but really they have no clue what they're telling you. But of course, most people mean it. <clears throat> but, and so coming from a place where my father never said I love you, my mother never said I love you, the first time I, my, uh, my brothers heard my son tell them, I love you, uncle, they almost passed out <laughs> because that, that's not in our culture. We know that our parents love us, but it's just not expressed. And so now I'm hearing from the Lord, who is not ashamed to tell us that he loves us. He said, I love you. Ah, the first time he went through here and ended up on the other side. I was, I was almost literally disturbed. Is that all you tell me? I thought you were going to teach me how to pray. And he knew I didn't get it, so he said again, I heard again the voice say, I love you. And I'm still thinking, okay. And he happened to believe three times. <clears throat> and the third time something happened in my heart. But yet the Lord knew that there was no way I was going to start a ministry and go out into the world to, to serve him and to be on missions for him until this was sealed, that Jesus himself came into my room, walked in as a person, not a vision I saw, not him himself. And he came to tell me that I lo he loved me very much. Not just I love you, but he said, I love you very much. You can go back and... and and uh, you can get the whole story from my <laughs> uh, Encyclopedia of Miracles. Literally, I believe the Encyclopedia of Miracles Part 1 or Part 2, I share that story. But I believe that has kept me through all the things that I have had to go through. <clears throat> and it's the same. That message is not just for me. I love you very much. It's coming from Jesus through me to you. Hear him tell you, I love you so much. It will set you free. It will make you the person you were meant to be. Set you free from trying to feed anywhere. No, you will know that I'm loved by the maker of heaven on earth. I don't have to feed anywhere. Oh, I hope that somebody's helped by this. As we talk about who then is faithful and wise, love will keep you faithful. Just learn to love him. Learn to spend time with him. When we love people, we spend time with them. May the Lord help us. I'm very sure I have failed in spending time with him. I have failed in being the, the true lover I'm supposed to be for Jesus. You pray for me, I'm praying for you right now even. God, help them to love you as they ought to love you because you have loved them and you have loved us so much. Now, as we come back to who then is a faithful and wise servant, in the last many programs, I talked about wisdom, how important wisdom is. I can repeat myself, but I would rather you <clears throat> just do a, a Bible search. Go to a Bible Hub. Go to get an app of a Quick Bible. Get an app of a, a Blue Letter Bible. Go to BibleGateway.com. All these are different places you can go and search, search verse verses out of the Bible. So you can go and type in the word faithful and see everything that comes down from Old Testament to New Testament. Start to do a word search. You can even go as deep and go to something like Bible Hub that gives you even the, uh, the, the Greek, 
the Greek, the original Greek can give you an explanation of what these words mean. It will really enrich your life. <clears throat> but the idea is not just to be filled with knowledge, but to actually now start to become faithful, to apply yourself into faithfulness, to apply yourself into wisdom. Wisdom is such a big deal to a point that the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, it says that all things, uh, please hear me, he said that all things that you can desire, none of them can be compared to wisdom. Let's, let's just quickly go to Proverbs chapter 3. <clears throat> and here it is. Here it says that. Um, let's see where we, where we can pick it up from. Let's maybe start from verse 13. <clears throat> Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 13. I'm just literally trying to just whet your appetite, get you interested enough to start to say, I have to get wisdom. You know many times, and of course the spirit of wisdom is very, is witness to me. How many times I say, wisdom, you are my sister. I, I get it from the Proverbs. You say, the Bible says that, say to wisdom, you are my sister. Look around and look to understanding and say, understand you are my kinswoman. <laughs> so you should be able to look and say, wisdom, whether I can see you or I can't see you, but you are my sister. I need you. I need your help. I need you. Wisdom, he says this. Now, in Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 13, it says, The happy is the man that finds wisdom and the man that gets understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold. To gain wisdom is more precious, is more costly, is more, it's, it's said that the gain thereof, to have gained wisdom, it's better than gaining fine gold. So a person can bring so much money and put it here. Another, and God says, here's wisdom. Go for wisdom. And you will see why. Look at what it says. She's more precious than rubies. It's always time to say how wisdom is more precious than, than precious stones, precious, precious metals. And this is what I was saying. That, and all the things that you can desire are not to be compared unto her. <laughs> I know we're all very quick to run where money is. But I once heard a wise person say that poor people discuss money. They chase money. Rich people, they discuss uh, things. But wealthy people, they discuss ideas. Things that are not tangible. They discuss about wisdom. It's amazing how all the people you've heard that who have a lot of money, they will spend hundreds and hundreds, and sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars, investing in, 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 in uh, motivation, motivational speakers and people who will teach them more about their craft. They are investing in words. They will hire somebody like John Maxwell, who I hear that he gets paid. I'm not sure if this is, but it's... <clears throat> He can easily get paid $100,000 for one hour of teaching business people how to run their business. He's literally charging them $100,000 per hour to share information, to share words, to share the wisdom that he has received. This is what he's saying. That wisdom is more precious than fine gold. Then he goes on to, to say even more so why. He said the length of days is in her right hand. And in her left hand, riches and honor. That should be enough. Maybe even from a selfish standpoint. <laughs> I 
let me talk about myself because you're not selfish, right? You, you're not selfish. You are, uh, you're... <laughs> From even a selfish standpoint, I will want to know wisdom just for the things that he has. I know that's bad. It sounds bad. You know, you're trying to get wisdom from what he will give to you? Not really. I really love wisdom. I really love, but it's, it's already just attractive to think about why we should desire wisdom. He said the length of days. This idea of length of days, <laughs> most of the time, most of us will say, will think that it means a long life. No. As a matter of fact, it talks about length of days and long life. So they can be both the same thing. Length of days is that way where a day can, you can seem like you have 72 hours in a 24-hour day. You can do things in such a relaxed Because of wisdom, your days are lengthened. You can get so much done in a day. That's why most people who have, when wisdom gets a hold of you, you can get done so much in so little time. Wisdom is about redeeming the time. God himself, because he's the only wise God. That's why, that's why miracles are attributed to wisdom. You've heard me say that in one of my programs. They looked at Jesus and said, what wisdom is this? That even he's able to perform these mighty deeds by his hands. And they ask the question, I say, when you ask for wisdom, are you expecting God to teach you how to work miracles? Because we come to think that wisdom is this thing that helps you to, you know, be good with your finances, which is part of that and all that. But wisdom, that's why it's more precious than anything that is natural. Because it will give you information that will give you an upper hand. It will give you, an, it, it, it will help you out to redeem time, which is the most, one of the most precious things that God has given to us that we don't get back when we lose. So one person, we all have 24 hours, but one person can get a, a thousand things done in 24 hours, where another person, he can hardly not even get one thing done. The difference is wisdom. But look at that. Left, length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand, riches and honor. You are not just a rich person, but you are an honorable person. And all that is attributed to wisdom. Oh, the Lord, may the Lord give us wisdom. And the Bible talks about how that those who don't have wisdom, they can go to God and ask him, who gives liberally, who gives generously? Will you pray with me? Father, give us wisdom. Give us your wisdom, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, <clears throat> and he continues. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. That means that her ways are pleasant ways. It's very pleasant to hang around wisdom. It's very pleasant to have a relationship with wisdom. It's not just these things that she has. Honor, length of days, long life, riches. All these things are in her hand. She can deliver them to you. But also her ways are pleasant. She's very pleasant to be around. Wouldn't you want wisdom to be around? So from this moment forward, when you wake up, say, Wisdom, you are my sister. I need you today. Let's continue and see what, what else she is. He said that her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. <laughs> uh, who needs more peace in their life? <laughs> <clears throat> she is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her. Pray that you will lay hold upon wisdom and draw life from her. She's a tree of life. This is what Adam and Eve used to eat in the garden. 
before the enemy said, oh, there is a better wisdom. There is a tree, another tree here, which the way he portrayed it, the, even the Bible says the first time we hear about wisdom, it's in the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And it says that when the woman looked at the tree of knowledge of good and evil and how it was looked to pleasant and the fruit was pleasant to the eyes and one that could make one wise, she took of it. So we were made to be wise people because the first, our, the, Eve sinned because she wanted to get wisdom, which was wisdom that was perverted. And yet she had been eating off of the tree of life, which was the true wisdom of God. Here it says that wisdom is a tree of life today that lay hold upon her. And happy is everyone that retains her. So it's almost like wisdom will play hard to get. You have her, but if you start to not pay attention to her, she will slip out and she's gone. And she, so here it says that happy is everyone that retains her. We need to learn how to retain her. Say, wisdom, you will not leave me. No, no, no. The Lord by wisdom has founded the earth. This is what I was talking about earlier in the beginning. By understanding, he established the heavens. If you want to understand about heavens, then you need to go for understanding. <clears throat> Look at that. And so maybe we can... <clears throat> so he, so we maybe let's read also verse 21 and down. My son, let not them depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall they be life unto your soul and grace to your neck. You see, there are many ways you can draw life. You can be able to get life. Spend time with wisdom. Spend time in Proverbs. There is 31 Proverbs. You can take one chapter a day. See, that's a good way to start reading the Bible. Start doing devotions. Every day decide to read one chapter a day. How can you not be wise if you start to read Proverbs one chapter a day? They say, for me, usually I would take one chapter a day of Proverbs and then five chapters of Psalms. <clears throat> because both, so you can go through a month having finished Psalms and Proverbs. So you are getting wisdom for the earth and you are gaining that intimacy with God through the Psalms. Because David was a man after God's own heart. I want to be a man after God's own heart. But yet on the other side, I want to be as wise as Solomon. I want to have as much wisdom that will cause me to literally rule over all the kings of the earth. So you see, Psalms and Proverbs, they can be those two key ingredients that we all can have as we can even read them on a daily basis. Of course, on top of that, you can start to build and read the rest of the Bible. But as a starting point, I would like to encourage you to take five Psalms every day and one Proverbs. It will teach you to become very intimate with God as you go through the Psalms and see David pour out his heart before God. It will also give you so much wisdom, learning from the wisest man that ever lived. If you had a mentor and he's the wisest man who ever lived, you would you not be wise? <laughs> and so, look at what wisdom does to you. He said that you, you, you will walk in your way safely. This is 3.23, Proverbs 3.23. Um, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you shall not be afraid. Yea, you shall lie down and your sleep shall be sweet. You're having uh, sleep, uh, sleeping issues and sleeping problems. Get into the problems. Get wisdom. Wisdom will drive away that fear. Say that you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. 
You see, the Bible can be a sleeping pill. <laughs> can go back and hear my story about my wife and how she took the Bible as a sleeping pill for weeks. This thing is real. This is the real thing. As I finish, <clears throat> let's see what else he talks about wisdom. Verse um, <clears throat> 25, it says that you will not be afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence, it shall keep your foot from being taken. <clears throat> and on and on and on and on. Wisdom. I pray that I have encouraged you enough. Because it's wisdom that is going to cause you to be ready so that when Jesus comes and calls us to be caught up, we are caught up. I've said many things concerning a prayer life that is needed, concerning how to be faithful and to be wise. All these are things that are needed in our time. And I hope that <clears throat> you'll be one who is found wise when the Lord Jesus returns. Who will be found faithful about your father's business. Having run your race and finished your course and ready to go up. As I heard somebody, somebody say that they used to have this friend of theirs who used to say that I am, <clears throat> I am prayed up. I, <laughs> what, was, what was it? I am prayed up, packed up, and ready to go up. <laughs> and so I hope that all of us will be like that kind of person. We are prayed up, we are all packed up, and we are ready to go up to meet Jesus in the air. Amen. I want to take a minute to talk to you if you don't know Jesus and you don't have Jesus as your Savior and your Lord or you, you somehow have known him but you have backslid and you have gone back into your old ways, <clears throat> I pray that today will be your day of salvation. So will you pray with me? <clears throat> Say, Lord Jesus, I come to declare you as Lord over my life. I believe with all my heart that you are who you say you are. Forgive my sin, I pray. Make me brand new. I believe that God, your Father, raised you from the dead, and you are alive. Will you save me? Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Grant me to speak your language. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you have